Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple. 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to this Friday show. It's hour two, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick show, spirited first hour, controversy first hour. Also heard from the Patriots insider, Tom Curran. And it feels like you got a real quarterback battle. A lot of times we in the media like to play something up. This feels like Mac Jones has a really good chance of being the starting quarterback for the Patriots. And also understand this. It's not like there's a legacy here with the Patriot fans Boy, they want to thank Cam Newton. They want to stay behind him. They've had all of these, this great success. There's no loyalty there. Didn't have a good season last year. Plus, you get Mac Jones in there. They're used to seeing a quarterback who is not athletic, who stays in the pocket and makes really good throws. And that's what you have with Mac Jones. They did quite well with that style for 20 years. And it feels like... Hey, just plug and play. Put Mac Jones in there, and let's see what he can do. But the Patriots spent a lot of money in the offseason on free agents. Therefore, there's this. Bill Belichick doesn't rebuild. He reloads. And this is a team that's ready to win now. And you've got a lot of competition in in their own division. You know, starting with Buffalo. Miami is good. Jets should be improved. 
you know, Patriots trying to kind of keep pace with everybody here. And then you factor in all the other teams in the AFC that could win a championship or at least win their division and uh, go far in the playoffs. But what we saw last night with Mac Jones, I thought his best throw was a ball that was dropped for a touchdown. But he looked comfortable there. It's only one game, but he looked comfortable. Cam Newton, if this, if, if this isn't his last year, I'll be surprised. And, and he's acknowledged this as well, that he goes, hey, look, guy works hard. He shows up early, leaves late. Uh, I understand why the Patriots drafted him in the first round. You don't draft a quarterback in the first round and not have the idea that he could be playing for us immediately, not later, sooner. And I think that if you get to that point where you've got weapons, you've got tight ends, you've got wide receivers, why would you have a quarterback who can't get them the ball? doesn't make any sense to me. Cam is still fun to watch, but he's not Cam of 2015. And if he's going to play, what style are you going to have? A, a running quarterback who can occasionally beat you with his arm? Or do you want to have a guy who you know he's going to be in the pocket and uh, you know it feels like you've already had that kind of offense for 20 years now? But Mac Jones looked pretty good last night for the Patriots. And one thing's clear, you know, he's not in Alabama anymore. Because when he was there, you had Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs, Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith. In New England last night, he had Christian Wilkerson, uh, Gunnar Olszewski. To be fair, the Patriots only gave their uh, top receivers limited work there. But you look at the weapons there. And is this a passing team or are they going to be running and passing? They got a lot of running backs as well. But Tom Brady didn't get a lot of help from the skill position players in 2019, which in part led to his departure. Hey, you're going to you asked me to continue to try to salvage this offense and the players you draft. I mean, Nikhil Harry, he's still on the team. But even last night during the broadcast, they're saying, this guy's got to learn to get open. If he hasn't learned to get open now, he's not learning to get open now. Regardless of who's at quarterback, New England still needs to prove that his, you know, the receiving core is upgraded. And it certainly hasn't performed in recent years. But it's one game. We overreact. I just wanted to see how comfortable Mac Jones looked in the pocket and how he sort of processed everything. Get to the line of scrimmage. If you need to change a play, if you're going through progressions, like small things, you know, a lot of times we look at the bottom line, you look at stats and you go, boy, somebody had a really good game or somebody didn't have a really good game and they can be misleading. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. Uh, McLovin, poll question from the first hour, and are we staying with it for the second hour? You can watch only one player this weekend uh, in the preseason action. Jordan Love is number one, yeah. with Trevor Lawrence actually number two, then Tim Tebow, then Fields and Lance. And that's your vote as well, right? I'm just curious. Let's say Jordan Love plays really well. What's the fallout? All of August, he plays really well. What if he doesn't play well at all in the month of August? What's the fallout going to be? That's why he's the most fascinating player in the preseason, in my opinion, because we have not seen him. Unless you love to watch football uh, on a secondary level and you're watching him in college, you probably have no idea. Maybe you saw some highlights, but that's about it. I'm really curious to see how he plays. And look for the same things in him that I'm looking at for Mac Jones or Trevor Lawrence. 
uh, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, and Jordan Love has been in the system, though, for a year. But he hasn't had any reps whatsoever. Now he gets that opportunity, and he's the one that I'm focused on just to see, was he worth it? Yes, McLevin. How about a scenario where he plays well and an, uh, another quarterback gets hurt? Could they trade him for maybe, maybe like a Sam Bradford situation? No. No. Because you have no assurance of what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. If Jordan Love can play, then you're not trading him. But if you're not quite sure, even after this year, then you got a real decision to make. Because if Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to stay, um, and it gives him leverage too, because he might say, hmm, How's your uh, first-round draft pick doing? Yeah. Now, here's a couple other things that I would like next season if I'm going to stay here. Yeah, Paul. If you're Aaron Rodgers, do you want Jordan Love to play very well in the preseason to help you get out of Green Bay and play for another team? Well... Or no? He already has that in his contract. But it'll make it a real easy out. Both sides will want it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Well, he talks glowingly about Jordan Love. I don't think he said, look, I don't have a problem with him. I mean, Jordan Love didn't draft himself, <laughs> right? Uh, and I think that, you know, with the with the Packers, his problem is with a couple of people. But I, I, I want to see how Jordan Love does on a big stage here. Yeah, McLove. I find that veteran rookie dynamic so interesting. Like when you were a sports center host, did you really help the young guys? You always hear young guys say thank you to you, but... Aren't you like part of you holding back because you're nervous they're going to be better than you? That's how I would do it. I think if they were humble and, and they wanted to learn and, you know, back then there was so much competition and you had a lot of these younger guys who came in and they wanted what Keith Oberman and I had. Um, you know, we, we were kind of biding our time. We didn't want what Chris Berman had because Berman had been there. He helped build the place. But if you had younger sports center anchors, and they, they truly wanted to know, hey, can you help me with this? But a lot of, there was a lot of attitude going on back then. There are a lot of people who thought, hey, I should have your job. Uh, Stuart Scott and I did not get along. A great respect for him. Uh, certainly what he went through. Uh, but we didn't get along because Stuart came in and had an attitude of he was taking my job. Or when Keith left, he wanted that job. Uh and there were others that were like that, but look, it, it's, you know, male driven, testosterone driven, and, you know, you're competitive. And Stewart's one of the more competitive guys I was ever around. But, you know, at that point, you want somebody to come in and have a, a little bit of respect for you. And I don't, I don't know if he had that. I think he respected what we were doing, but he wanted it. And, you know, I, I certainly understood it. Because I came in and Tom Meese was anchoring Sports Center, and I thought I'm better than him. It wasn't the right attitude to have, and then you kind of have to go. I got to be respectful here. I was better at hiding it, though. Stewart didn't didn't hide it. Like it was it was an open, you know, topic that you know I I I knew that he wanted this job and thought he was better than me or Keith or whoever was doing it there. But that's him. That's that's how he. He was he was fighting cancer because of whatever that characteristic that gene was in him that wanted to compete. Stewart just wanted to compete, um, but yeah, it it gets it's tricky. But you know, we had uh, we had other jobs at Sports Center. It's not like there was only one or two spots there, and you had eight guys who wanted it. 
you had the 6 o'clock, you had the 11 o'clock, you had the 1 o'clock, you had other things that they could compete for. Uh, that's what's different, you know, with the NFL, with these younger quarterbacks. You know, does Cam Newton really want to help Mac Jones? Does Andy Dalton really want to help Justin Fields? You're Jimmy Garoppolo. They traded up to get this guy. Do you think he really wants to help Trey Lance? Brett Favre famously did not help Aaron Rodgers. Like, I, I get it. But also it says a lot about your confidence level if you're going to help out somebody because you're not worried about them. But also, it, it's the right thing to do. It just really depends on the attitude of the person who is trying to take your job. Yeah, McLovin. Were there like sort of clicks of hosts? Because I noticed when you took us up for the 40th celebration of ESPN, you, Robin Roberts, and Tariko had this bond. Like you, you'd come up together and you were all really close. You could tell. Was it like different? If you come up with somebody, were you probably closer to them than they say an older or younger guy? Yeah, because Tariko came in and he was 24. Uh, Robin Roberts uh, came in. Bob Lee was already there. Charlie Steiner. Th these are these are the people who were there every single day. And uh, even though there's competition, it's still, you know, we felt like we were the underdog. ESPN was an underdog in whatever we were doing. You know, networks looked down upon us. Um, and, and we were constantly trying to prove ourselves, but but it was it was great for morale that we were trying to get noticed, do things, be great. Um, but yeah, when I see Chris Fowler and Berman and those guys, I mean, we went we went through a lot together. It's every single night you're there together. Can't help but form a bond. And and I don't want this to be mistaken or misidentified or taken out of context. I I loved being around Stuart Scott. I did. I thought he was fascinating, but he had that. If I wasn't there, he was going to be competing with somebody else. And uh, I got a chance to reach out to him before he died. And uh, we laughed. We laughed. At least I hope he was laughing because we talked about a basketball game that we played and he wanted to guard me full court. <laughs> and he, he, he thought he was, you know, NBA defender of the year. He, he had his uh, rec specs on. He has worthy goggles on. And he had his uh, Michael Jordan, Air Jordan, you know, from head to toe. And he picked me up full court in a in a pickup pickup basketball game. And it got to the point where he was bodying me, everything. And I got to the point where I'm I'm yelling at him, "Where do you want me to score on you? Where do you want me to score on you?" And I said, "I don't want to go play in this pickup game if somebody's going to pick me up full court." I show up, get the ball. Stewart's on me full court. I go, you got to be bleeping me. Uh, but but I, look, I, I, it kept him alive. And what he did at the ESPYs, far greater man than me, because I couldn't have done it. But, uh, you know, rest in peace. Because he, he was <laughs> a fascinating man. Uh, let's see. We got our poll question. We're going to stay with that with the uh, second hour. Yeah, unless you want to, I want to ask about Kawhi Leonard at some point. We could save mm. that if you want. Okay. Was it, if you were ran the Clippers, would you want to sign that four-year, $170 million contract? Well, what other options would you have had there? That's the thing. He's not going to play this year, I don't think. You're not rebuilding. You traded all those draft picks to get Paul George. I, I think you have to sign him. If I knew that there was a plan B, I'd love to know what plan B was. If, if you're not going to re-sign him, then 
who can you get? But I was surprised that, like, who's trading for him now or wants to sign him? Because you're just not quite sure what you're getting, and he's going to be out for an entire year. Um, you almost have to. It's, it's a must-resign, and you kind of go into this season going, hey, no expectations here. Maybe you, su- you surprise some people, but no expectations here. But, yeah, that, that'd be tough to go, hey, here's, here's $40 million while you're rehabbing. And he's he's going to take his good old time. See, the, the Nets looked at you know, Kevin Durant coming off the Achilles and go, we know you're not going to play, but we had to get him. And and it's like, hey, we don't care. You're not going to play. Don't don't rush it. And we're going to play a long game here. With Kawhi, tough. Because he's going to be, what, 30, 30 years of age and coming back from this injury? Just turned 30? When he's great, he's elite. But he doesn't play, you know, what, little more than half the games during the regular season. There's going to be load management, even more so now, coming off an ACL. Yeah, McLovin. He doesn't look 30 by the way he walks around the court. He looks like he's been through a lot of injuries. Well, he has. Uh, Let's take a break here. We'll get to more phone calls coming up. Uh, In an hour from now, the great skateboarder Tony Hawk will stop by. Coming up, Jermaine O'Neal, the former Pacer All-Star, on the documentary Malice at the Palace and what we don't know about what happened behind the scenes. We'll talk to Jermaine O'Neal. He'll join us coming up here. Approaching 17 after the hour here on the Dan Patrick Show. If you live vicariously through us, then you know that uh, the Traegers are fired up. It is a Traeger Friday. Chimichurra smoked ribeyes and grilled Mexican street corn. Now, I could control the Traeger grills from right here, where I'm seated, because I have the Traeger app. I have the Wi-Fi technology. It shows me the temperature, and uh, if I want to download recipes, all of those things. You can do that with your Traeger. Traeger makes cooking delicious food incredibly simple. Controlling the grill's temperature is as easy as using an oven. You just pick the temperature. Traeger does everything else. Like, once it starts... Traeger takes over. The Wi-Fi technology, you control the grill right from your smartphone with the Traeger app. That means you can monitor what you're cooking. You can even change the settings while you're out doing yard work or hosting a national radio show. You can learn all about the Traeger grills. Six-in-one versatility. Grill, smoke, bake, roast, braise, and barbecue. Learn more. Go to your local dealer or visit TraegerGrills.com slash show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. 
Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We were just talking about spring training playing baseball, going to baseball games, playing softball. And I just brought back that taste when you're there at a spring training game and you get to have a Miller Lite. It's a warm afternoon, Scottsdale, Arizona. Beer here! Paulie used to be a beer vendor. I was a beer vendor at Scottsdale Stadium and I slung Miller Lite. So I was just throwing them out there. Okay. Not literally. Okay. But just that cold, refreshing taste. The crack? Yes. Not the crack of the bat. Which is better, crack of the bat's crack of the beer can? I'd crack of the beer. Absolutely. (laughs) Miller Lite. It tastes like beer. How about that? That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And you should, too. They've been doing this since 1975. The original light beer. Everybody else is just trying to imitate them. Less filling, only 96 calories. Times change, but you can always enjoy the great taste of Miller Lite. Tastes like Miller time. Miller Lite. Get it delivered to your door. Visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick. Or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Hey, guys. It's Steve Covino from Covino & Rich. Here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck... You buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold this value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. This program brought to you by Mercedes-Benz Vans. They go far beyond from their customization options, cutting-edge tech, five-star sales service, financial support crew. Mercedes-Benz Vans, built, equipped, engineered to be ready for anything. Go the extra mile, taking the all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. Jermaine O'Neal, the former NBA player, six-time NBA All-Star. He is the executive producer, at least one of the executive producers of the new Netflix documentary, Untold Malice at the Palace, the first film in the Untold series, and the next film, Untold Deal with the Devil, chronicling the uh, pioneer boxer 
uh, Christy Martin. That'll air November 17th. Jermaine O'Neal joining us on the program. Jermaine, great to see you again. What did you unearth that you didn't know about the malice at the palace? Well, first of all, uh, Dan, it's great to see you as well. Um, you know, a lot of, you know, about this document was, was information and, and, and having a conversation. And that was big for me. You know, it was, it went about 10 years um, after the, the brawl happened and we had to go through an incredible amount of um, legal, incredible amount of, you know, civil, you know, lawsuits. And we, we couldn't talk much about it. And honestly, I didn't really want to talk much about it, um, to, to be completely honest. And then this thing just kept being an anniversary, you know, and it's like anniversary of anniversary. And I knew that it was information out there that was never talked about. Uh, and, you know, it was one of those things where I finally just, you know, took some time out to to interview you know, some directors, uh, some producers um, to kind of talk about, you know, you know, could we put together a doc that one didn't alienate uh, a league that I care so much about or, you know, the Pacers or anybody else um, that I care a lot about. Uh, but really just to have the conversation for the first time so people can get a different perspective and see just how uh, the narrative was changed. Um, and I thought, you know, uh, uh, this doc told everything. The When you hear from the fans who were involved in this, did you interview any of those fans? No. No. So one of the things I wanted to do on this doc, um, and I have to say, you know, Thank you to Netflix for, you know, for seeing the vision, understanding the vision, the way brothers, uh, Floyd Russ, who's the director, who did a phenomenal job on capturing it. Um, you know, my, my, my job was to, to have the conversation to get people uh, that were there uh, to talk, you know, to come on. And I told them, you know, talk candidly, the fans themselves never had any contact with them. Uh, hell, to be honest, Dan, um, when we shot this doc, I never even sold Steven Jackson or Ron Artest. We, we shot it all in different locations or Ben Wallace or Reggie Miller. Uh, we shot it separately. Uh, guys wanted to speak openly about it, uh, mainly because we want to put this thing to bed so people can stop having anniversaries and talking about it. Anybody not want to be a part of it? So everybody wanted to be a part of it. Uh, I got to say shout out to Rasheed Wallace uh, and, and Larry Brown, who actually didn't did not make the final cut um, because we only had an hour and eight minutes to put, you know, put all this information in there. So we're going to lose some sort of information. But uh, everybody wanted to be a part of it um, was I think everybody understood it. Uh, you have to understand, too, Dan, is that when, when you go through a process like that uh, 17 years ago, and it seems like it's been you know two lifetimes ago, but people are still talking about it. You know, it's a lot of it's a lot of things out there, right? It's no real template to how you deal with, you know, player fan involvement, right? And and you know, from a perspective of a business where the NBA, you know, is a, is a real business, a multi billion dollar business, um, you know, you have to react, um, and they reacted, um, and and to a point, rightfully so. But um, I just didn't over a period of time. Once things start to calm down, it was opportunities to talk more about you know, some of the detailed stuff that actually happened and actually show, you know, what, you know, what in the world was going on in, in that arena that night. But did you feel like there was something bad going to happen before something bad happened that night? No, Dan. I, I mean, obviously we've had, you know, we've had, you know, it was a rivalry uh, between us and, 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 and the Pistons. Uh, it was always intense. But then you have to understand, like you expect to go into tough environments. That's what makes pro sports what it is. It's, it's a great relationship between fans 
and players. And when you go into opposing arenas and, and the two teams that are playing are, are, are projected to represent that conference, uh, possibly in, in NBA finals, uh, it's no it's no love in, in the environment. But I never thought at any point that I would be wearing a jersey and all of a sudden, uh, you know, fending from, you know, fending from my well-being. What's that feeling like, though, when you realize there's a fan right in front of you and he and he wants a piece of you? Do you do you even think, can I defend my am I allowed to defend myself even though he's on the basketball court with you? Well, I could tell you this. I could tell you this, Dan. I mean, you know, you, you, you go through a process of just trying to, you know, go from understanding. You go from, you know, excited about, you know, beating the defending champions uh, we feeling good about ourselves, um, and they go into a point where, hey, what's, you know, looking at what's going on, and then you go, you go to a point of survival mode where people are now starting to touch you, people are now starting to spit on you, people are now starting to hit you with things, and all of a sudden, it is a court full of people on the very surface that we we should have been protected on, and um, you know, you know, I, I've I've had this you know conversation a ton over the last two weeks about leadership, right? Leadership is is a word that you hear a lot in sports and life and leadership is typically in the workplace, right? Or maybe even at home, but you don't hear very much, you know, conversation about leadership uh, when it comes down to protecting yourself and others in a situation um, that is compromising. Right. And that's the thing that people have to understand, you know, my position with it is I'm going to have to protect myself and others in a situation where we don't have anybody in the building trying to protect us. And there was limited security there that night. And, you know, that added to this. I'm, what was it like in the locker room when everybody got off the floor? It was intense. Um, it was a lot of yelling and screaming. I remember just walking in um, the locker room and it was like a, a movie set, right? Because you had guys that had torn jerseys. You had guys that had were, were bleeding from, you know, things being hit or scratches. You had, you know, guys with like popcorn debris and all kind of stuff all over them. And people were just kind of out of it. Um, and it just it just went from like one thing to another thing to another thing, because then, you know, once we actually finally got settled in the locker room, the police came in and was trying to take me to jail. And then, you know, and then I had a situation with Ron at the time. when He asked, you know, did he, you know, he think we were going to you know, wait, wait. So what did the police say to you prior to them wanting to take you to jail? And listen. I, I was I was sitting there thinking, how in the world you go through all of that stuff out there? And all the legal stuff that was going on out there and you walk in in, in, in the locker room and players locker room and you come directly to me saying, hey, you coming with us. Right. It was it was it wasn't a ton of conversation. Right. It was like, hey, you, you know, Jermaine, you coming with us. And, I, and at that point, um, I was already mentally out of it, uh, emotionally out of it. And I just I reacted and said what I said to him. And and I, I guess, you know, thankfully, um, they respected that. They understood where I was coming from. Were they trying to cuff you? They never got to that point, but they they understood where I was. And, and I think that was one of the benefits of being six foot 11, 260, where, you know, where, you know, you go into a situation and you see that it's out of control and people are emotional. Right. And I was very emotional at, at that time because I think it's important for, for people to understand. I inherited inherited that Jack inherited that. Right. Um, Jack doesn't Jack goes in the stands to to help Ron. And then the guy throws the beer in his face. This is Steven Jackson. Steven Jackson. Yeah. yeah. Right. You know, I'm in a situation where I'm on the floor, but I'm on the floor with other fans that by the way is, is hitting, you know, hitting me, you know, and, and grabbing me 
Uh, I was telling the story, uh, you, know, you know, in a couple of in interviews, like people realized, like I had just got somebody off being around, arm around my neck and everything, right? And so I'll go from that to having to go to the slide punch. And then from a perspective too, Dan, you have to understand I slipped. But then you have to ask yourself, what did I slip on? People were throwing things, beers and everything from the stands. It was like a, it was like a movie. Right. And so um, I'm going to be completely honest. This this doc, um, it took about 10 years to do. Um, and I was fortunate enough to get with a director and, and Netflix who, who, who um, were able to tell an incredible story. It's, it is for, it's for conversation and closure. That is all this doc is for. And for people to understand that all of a sudden, you know, you go from a narrative of the criminal and all this other stuff, which is bananas for me to even think yeah, about. And I want to bring that up because that word thug, any time this was being described, you guys were thugs. What was it like to hear that? No matter if it was the evening news or sports center, uh, you're being called a thug. It, it was it was disappointing. Um, it angered me. Um, it ate away from me for a long time. I mean, for a situation like that, for people to quick the judgment, um, not even doing their job to do, to wait and say, let me get my information. Right. You know, and, and, and say what this is. It was like, oh, opportunity. Here's an opportunity for me to to take jabs, you know, at players. And the thing that hurt me the most, not even about myself, my league was under attack, right? My peers that wasn't even in that building was under attack. So um, I was really, I was really, really disappointed. Um, and I probably, you know, over, over time, Dan, um, it was like a virus. Like it just ate away from me. And because people got to realize we couldn't speak because we had so many pending, I had eight laws, I eight lawsuits against myself. Right. And then all the criminal stuff that that literally went on for 10 years. So you were sued by fans, sued by fans. Um, the guy that even tried to choke me, uh, sued me, uh, sued by fans that, you know, were you know, people that were saying they were emotionally um, damaged. And it was just it was ridiculous. And, and we and won everything. I won everything. Wow. Um, you know, you know, I, I got to clarify this because when, you know, I, I've spoken about the lawsuit against. The NBA. And again, it's no jab against the NBA. I'm, I'm forever alumni, forever grateful because it's, it's awarded me so many opportunities. But I think it's important when people look at that whole situation, when I go through the appeals process and 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 the judge is allowed to see every angle and see what I, what actually happened and say, okay, well, you know, Jermaine, you had the right to do what you, you did. That's important, right? That is important to me because the character assassin, assassination was a real thing, Dan. And, and honestly, I felt it. It was never really the same. And part of my love, you know, when you're going through a process like that, I love basketball, right? And part of that was damaged. And I knew that it, it, it wasn't going to ever be repairable because um, people didn't understand it and, and understand the real, the real uh, narrative of the story. Talking to Jermaine O'Neal, the uh, documentary on Netflix is uh, Untold Malice at the Palace. It's available now. Why did you and Ron Artest have a falling out? Um, honestly, um, 
as as a brother, as a teammate, because uh, it is an incredible brotherhood in those locker rooms. Um, I did not understand. Uh, back then, you know, people, nobody understood men mental health, right? We wasn't educated enough. Mental health is in your face in today's era of sports and life. Back then, if you're, if you're, if you're talking mental health, you're talking crazy. And, it, you know, nobody wants to be, you know, if, you know, involved in that conversation and his reaction to stuff, which I thought he did a phenomenal job in the doc on explaining, you know, kind of how he approached it. And, and honestly, Dan, when I saw, when, when Netflix sent me the, the first uh, cut of the doc, that was literally the first time I ever heard him speak about his process to how he deals with pressure, how he deals with everything. And so it all started to make sense and I felt emotional. But back then, it was aggressive because I, I was about trying to win the championship. Um, he would just disappear. He didn't react well to, you know, to certain things. And, and I, I just didn't, I didn't understand it. So we didn't have a very good relationship then. But you're good now. We are good. We are good now. Um, you know, we, um, you know, we've had our, our first sit down lunch together. It was about two years ago. We, we talk often on text. Um, you know, shout out to Ron, you know, on being able to talk openly about his struggles. You were, uh, what, the 1996 draft? Yep. So you had, you had Kobe Iverson, Ray Ray, Marbury, Steve Nash. And, and, and you're, what, 18 years of age at the time coming in to the Portland 17. Trail? I was 17. 17? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's a pretty good draft. Did you feel like... You know, what am I? I'm 17. Should I be in the NBA? Back then, Dan, it was it was incredible pressure because now you can you can actually make yourself eligible for the draft and then you know go through your process and go back. Back then, if you made yourself eligible as a high school player, you basically forfeited your college eligibility. So I was nervous. I was nervous. Um, I have to say, you know, big shout out to Aaron Tellum. Uh, who was my agent my entire career, uh, son of a Carroll, um, who walked uh, me and my mother through the process of understanding what it was. Now, I will tell you, when I made myself eligible, every week after that point, it was somebody else declaring for the draft. And I was like, well, damn, I am, am I going to get drafted? And so I was, I was extremely <laughs> nervous. It, I mean, it was some names coming out of there that I was actually fans of, like I watched on television. So it was like, man, this may be a tough one. Were you compared to Kobe for a little while of, you know, the success of the high school player? In high school? or No, you when you guys got to the NBA, because Kobe didn't play much that first yeah. year. But yeah. I didn't know if, like, they were comparing the high school player to the high school player and, you know, who's having more success. Or did you feel that there was competition with you and it, Kobe? It was, it was definitely a lot of comparisons, you know, for our success. Um, you know, I was, I came from a smaller market. Uh, so not a ton of people knew about me. Uh, Cole was was kind of in that direction, you know, for his last two years of high school. There's a lot of conversation about him going going pro. Um, but the success of Garnett and KG was really set the standard, right? And so yeah. if you didn't meet that level of you know expectations as a high school player, then all of a sudden it's it's criticism. And I had to go through my college one on one for four years with Portland, and that was the <laughs> hardest. Four years of my life. Uh, Larry Bird, I think, was in the front office with the Pacers when you were there. You got a Larry Bird story? 
No, nah, not really. Larry was was really he's really quiet. Um, he didn't come to practice and take on everybody shooting. No, nah, no, nah, he he came to practice for sure. He just kind of sit down. You no, know, he's he's really direct and and about his business. Um, very quiet, um, except for when he's playing. Play. Yeah, you know, you know, it's it's people like that though, right? They on the court and it's like they're a different person. And then when they step away from the court, you know, who was like that? Who who surprised you when they got on the court and you're going, damn, man. He's up. Um, believe it or not, and people may laugh when I say this, but if you look at Rasheed Wallace, right, when you look at the technicals and you look at the, 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 the screaming and yelling, and as soon as you see him put on his street clothes, super calm, always laughing, you know, people think that he's crazy. Right, because he you know he's leading the league in text every year, and he's 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 screaming and yelling. But as soon as he walk off the court, he's he's pretty pretty mellow. Could you smell pot on his breath during a game, though? At any point, you're me. Come on, nah. Oh, I I I remember being at a Pistons game, and I, I, I Rashid passed me in the hall, and he was going out to shoot around, and it felt like it was a Bob Marley concert that was uh, following him. Listen, listen, Dan, I'm, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take you out for a drink. We'll have that. Kind of <laughs> I bet we will. <laughs> uh, when I come to Dallas, then uh, we'll go out. We'll uh, we'll have a beverage. Well, good luck with this. I'm glad that you're able to um, have some closure with this. Uh, yeah. You went through a lot. You know, lost a lot of money. Uh, you guys lost an opportunity, I think, to win a championship that year, and um, you know, a lot to go through. Thank you, Jermaine. It's great to talk to you again. No, thanks for having me, Dan. Uh, Jermaine O'Neal. He was a six-time NBA All-Star, picked uh, 17th overall by the Blazers, and uh, he's one of the executive producers of the uh, Netflix documentary Untold Malice at the Palace. Yeah, I'm trying to think the first time I heard thugs when it came to athletes. Iverson was labeled a thug. Uh, probably when he was in high school, had the fight at the bowling alley. And and we just kind of threw that description out there, that label out there. And even though the Pistons were defending themselves, they were the bad guys. They were the thugs. And, and, and when you hear these fans who were involved in this on camera, there's a whole lot of attitude there with these, with these guys who were involved in that fight. You know, Ron snapped because he's on the scorer's table and he snapped. And when he got hit and then he goes into the stands, Stephen Jackson is going to protect his teammate, Jermaine O'Neal. The fans start coming on the floor. He slips or he probably breaks the jaw of this guy who's uh, right there with him, wanting to go toe to toe with him. It's one of those where you're going, this isn't really happening. We're watching this in a bar in Columbus, Ohio. And, and I'm watching it live, and I'm going, this, this can't be happening now. These things don't happen. You know, the fans are so close, and they do have that opportunity if somebody wants to do something stupid. But very, very little security. Very little. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. we got uh, phone calls. We'll update our poll results. We're back after this. 
Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You know what I did last summer? I went to Italy, and it was awesome. And you know what I did before that that was even more awesomer? I downloaded the Viator app and I set up a bunch of great experiences for me and my family to enjoy. Like, we knew we were going to Rome, so I booked a day trip, a walking tour of ancient Rome. It was absolutely fantastic. We were heading up after that to Cinque Terre. I booked a boat cruise for the day, checked out all five villages. It was absolutely gorgeous. Speaking of gorgeous, uh, the captain of the boat that we were on was an absolute stud. He looked like his abs had been chiseled from the god Jupiter's own stomach. He was just an absolute piece of art. And you know what? If my wife had left me that day, uh, I would have been okay with it. Babe, you know what? You deserve happiness like that. Uh, So, fellas, just a heads up. uh, Check your captains. Uh, Anyway, I digress. Viator is a website and an app where you can book travel experiences uh, like the ones I just described. 
Uh, they offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures with over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries. There's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation and payment options and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use the code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking on the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Hey guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck... You buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. The great skateboarder Tony Hawk will join us coming up top of the hour. More phone calls, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. Last week, um, last year, I should say, we saw the Patriots struggle without Tom uh, Brady, and we're going to find out what the Saints can do without Drew Brees. You have all eyes on Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill, and that starts this weekend as those two battle for that uh, job there. The Saints play the Ravens on Saturday night. The tough question that nobody in New Orleans wants to ask is, can they win with either one of these quarterbacks? And we're not sure. And we're not sure the status of Michael Thomas They lost some key defenders in the offseason. Sean Payton has been able to keep that offense going, even when Breeze was out with injuries. He's got his work cut out for him this year. Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill have very different styles, but they're both compelling players, and one of them will have the tough task of trying to lead the Saints into the post-Drew Breeze era. And this goes back to you have two different quarterbacks or two different styles, and how do you run an offense when you have – You know, contrasting styles. The Patriots with Cam Newton and Mac Jones, contrasting styles. I mean, Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo, Trey Lance is able to give you a different element there than Garoppolo did, but Trey Lance is still considered a good pocket passer. You can run an offense there. You can add a couple of, uh, you know, tweaks here. Uh, But you start to look, you know, Justin Fields and Andy Dalton. Justin Fields is more of an athlete than Andy is at this stage of Andy's career. What kind of offense are you going to be able to run? You don't want to set up for, hey, this quarterback comes in, we run this offense. This quarterback comes in, we run this offense. You know, Offensive coordinators have a hard time settling on one offense to run, let alone a couple there. But those are some of the things that I'm looking for. You know, Jordan Love, what kind of athlete is he? Uh, what kind of pocket presence? What kind of arm does he have? What kind of accuracy does he have? Leadership. That's what I'm fascinated with. McLovin, update the poll results. So who do you want to see the most week one? And actually, Trevor Lawrence just passed mm. uh, Jordan Love. They're basically tied. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised Tebow's not higher on this. I thought there was some hype. Yeah, yeah, maybe. But, you know, with Trevor, it doesn't feel like his job's in jeopardy. 
you know, Jordan Love is his future in jeopardy. We just haven't seen him. We, we've seen Trevor Lawrence on a big stage for, you know, the last three years. We haven't seen much of Jordan Love. He had pockets where maybe you saw him, but uh, now it gets real. Even though it's preseason, this is as real as it's, it's probably going to get for him this season. Yeah, McLovin. I'll admit I'm rooting against Justin Fields. He seems like a great, great guy, but Andy, Andy Dalton is in a pr- slightly precarious position here in Chicago, isn't he? You're still rooting for Andy Dalton. Yeah, huh? oh my no, God, this on. is our last chance. Like, we got to go 10 and 7, get to the playoffs. Our, our chance. Is that what you're saying? We got to get 10 and 7. Uh, Carl in Alabama. Hi, Carl. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, uh, say hi to all the guys there for me. But yeah, I wanted to comment on the Patriots, but quickly wanted to thank you for that Jermaine O'Neill interview. That was fascinating. And I grew up in San Antonio, and I remember when Larry Bird had torched the Spurs in the 80s for about 45 points. And when he went into the tunnel to leave, he, beer was poured on him by one of the fans, and he went up in the stands and punched the guy and had to come back uh, after the season and go to stand trial for it. It was thrown out, but really enjoyed that. Right. But the main, yeah, the main reason I called is the Patriots. I watched the game last night and watched Cam Newton playing, and as you know, they kick a field goal and they go to commercial, I guess. And Washington, you know, does a three and out, and then Mac Jones gets ready to come into the game, and there's a standing ovation. And I'm wondering myself to myself, what? I mean, I've never seen that before, and I don't know if maybe he pulled somebody from a burning car last week or delivered a baby, but. <laughs> No, he's the future, though, Carl. Thanks for the phone call. We love the future. We love the potential. The fans in New England know what they have in Cam. And Cam's not leading them to a Super Bowl. But now we have potential. We have a new quarterback. He's on a rookie contract. We have hope here. And that's what he represents, hope. By the way, one of my uh, favorite Larry Bird stories, uh, Craig Elo was on the floor, I think, guarding him. And Larry goes, where's your mom? Because Craig Hilo looks like somebody dropped him off at the basketball game. That's pretty mean. Craig Hilo down on defensive stands. You know, he's going to guard Larry. He's like, where's your mom, man? Uh, Mark in Illinois. Hi, Mark. I'll squeeze you in here. Hey, good morning, Dan and the Danettes. Uh, first time, long time. 6'5", 300 plus. Mm-hmm. Hey, I really enjoyed Jermaine uh, O'Neill's interview and his comments about the rivalry intensity, and I look forward to his documentary. I'm a lifelong Pacers fan who was at the Malice game sitting in the lower level directly across from the fight. I guess my my comment to share is that when the game was over, we went out to the parking lot, and they turned into a mirror of the arena. The uh, fuming Pistons fans were looking for anybody in Pacers gear, and we quickly got to our cars and uh, head down. So, my other comment is, uh, great job, Fritzy. A uh, bunch of great guests this week, and look forward to the future. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Thank you, Mark. Great job, Todd. That's nice to hear. Thanks. Todd's got another limerick, too, coming up final hour. I do. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be a great final hour coming up. <laughs> Seton Pauli, Fritzy McLovin, yours truly. Final hour on this Friday coming up here Dan Patrick Show. Close out the second hour. Had a friend uh, ask me yesterday, he goes, does M-Drive really work? And I said, yes. And he said, like, what's it do? Like, how do you know if it works? 
I said, well, the M-Tribe Boost and Burn, you get that energy in the morning. Uh, it's clinically tested ingredients. You fight back against aging. It supports healthy testosterone levels and uh, helps you shed some pounds, maintain lean muscle. Extra vitamins are in there, nutrients, boosting your energy and your strength so you stay at the top of your game. If you're trying to keep up with the younger guys, M-Drive is the place to go. MDrivedan.com, free shipping, 60-day money-back guarantee, nothing to lose. And uh, if you don't go to the website... You can also go to Walgreens Rite Aid and Vitamin Shop to find M-Drive. But go to the website, mdrivedan.com. I've been using M-Drive for almost a year now. And if you're trying to keep up with the younger guys, the younger Danettes, I'm killing it. mdrivedan.com. Try it for yourself. Don't let age beat you. Refind your prime with M-Drive. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Athletes everywhere turn to CBD for relief and recovery, but with all the products claiming to do different things, it's impossible to decide which is best. As one of few brands that oversees the entire production process, from their farm in Oregon to the product that arrives at your door, Lazarus Naturals keeps their ingredients simple and transparent. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results for your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Discover how CBD can help you reach your full potential as an athlete. That's LazarusNaturals.com. Lazarus Naturals, the cleanest source of CBD for athletes and sports fans alike. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.